Yo, what up, street gods? There, Kim. All right, uh, the thought. So the difference between good ego, bad ego. So everyone always thinks that all ego is bad. Well, on the contrary, I think there are levels, right? So <coughs> I think there's forms of good, um, good ego, and there's also forms of um, bad ego. So what's the difference? So I think with bad ego. It's the ego which prevents you from trying to attempt something super, super epic and fail. So for example, squats, right? Like everyone's always trying to like, you know, squat ball, right? But everyone's always afraid to bail if they can't make it up, right? So not attempting a really, really high squat because you're afraid that you're gonna bail, to me, that's an act of cowardice and that's bad ego because that's the type of ego that you're afraid of attempting something that you might be capable of <clears throat> because you're afraid of other people laughing at you or critiquing you or being made a laughing stock or whatever, right? However, on the contrary, the good ego is the type of ego where you use your sense of self as an instrument and you channel that ego to attempt great things. So for example, your ego is a combination of your life experiences, your intelligence, yourself, your soul, your body. And then the question is like, what can your human body, right? This thing, right? Like this thing that we got, like, what is it capable of? Like my uh, favorite Jay-Z line, right? Conspiracy theorists screaming Illuminati. They can't believe this much skill on the human body, right? So. I like the idea that you could use your human body and just kind of see what you could do, right? Like I just did a, a nano squat. I'll call it a nano squat, right? It's not even a micro squat, it's a nano squat, right? Where I did six plates on the squat. And I don't even think I'll call it a squat anymore. It's just a weight bearing exercise. You just kind of get a feel of the, the weight, right? Cause like, why do I need to care to go all the way down? It's not really, it doesn't really matter to me, right? Um, for me, the, Weightlifting or strength testing is kind of more of a Zen intellectual pursuit where I'm just kind of curious what I'm uh, I could be uh, capable of and so So because of that It's, it's leveraging your, your ego in a positive, productive way, right? And I guess my ego is the, like, I'm just kind of curious what I'm capable of. And because I was given the quote Wang Japyeong ever since I was a kid, Wang Japyeong, Wang Jia means prince, Byung means disease, I have the prince disease, Eric Kim has the prince disease, right? Is that like, I was the eldest son of the eldest son of the eldest son. And now my son's gonna be the eldest son of the eldest son of the eldest son. So he's gonna be Kong, um, Kong, I have. Wangja Am, Wangja means prince. Gongju means prince, princess. He's gonna be the Wangja Am. Am means uh, cancer. So his his ego is gonna be out of control. But the the nuance is, you want to leverage your ego to do more, maybe acts of courage. The problem with the ego is when it becomes foolish. 
so, you know, and actually it's funny too, cause like, let's say with weightlifting, right? Like a lot of guys, they do conventional deadlift, not sumo deadlift, or they don't even use the trap bar because they feel like it's cheating, right? But like, that's kind of a silly way to use your ego because in terms of the hierarchy, a conventional deadlift is the least efficient, therefore you can't lift as much, right? A sumo deadlift, you have better leverages so you can actually lift heavier weights. And the trap bar is probably the most supreme in terms of leverages where you could lift the most. Um, then after that trap bar maybe, trap bar, the what, rack pulls or whatever. So if in fact your ego is all about lifting the maximum amount of weight, to see the maximum amount of weight on the, the thing, then you wouldn't really be so concerned about doing proper form, right? So then, so anyways, my, my thoughts with the ego, it's, it's quite um, a little bit contradictory, I suppose. Um, even our best friend uh, Friedrich Nietzsche says the ego is a fiction. And uh, that actually might be a factor as well, because like, what is the ego anyways? Ego is a kind of your higher order brain directive to do x y and z and i suppose the important thing is you know knowing how much control we have to steer things so for example my mood right i don't really have control over my mood it's like if i only slept an hour last night certainly i'm going to have a very poor mood and then the mood is simply an offshoot of your body physiological health if i'm in great physiological health my mood is going to be fantastic right um so, you know, I'm a heavy coffee drinker, so if one day I slept 30 minutes and I didn't have any coffee, certainly I might be in the most supremely miserable mood and that's not like Coco my fault or anything like that. The problem with the ego is, one of Nietzsche's philosophies is they invented the ego and free will in order to punish people because like, oh, you have the free will to do this or do not do that, but you decided to do that crime and therefore we should punish you. And then it becomes this bastardization of humans' lust for cruelty and revenge. And, uh, and so we try to figure out ways that people are culpable for X, Y, Z. But I think the, the differences between human beings is there are certain orders where some people have more self-control, some people have less. I don't think you could ever get 100% full control of yourself, but you know, certainly the more you practice, the better, right? Like, so for example, if you love the prawn, the PR0N, you want to look at the PR0N, no one's at home, right? Your roommates are on the town. It's like, all right, let's do it. You do have the option to open up Google Incognito or not. It's up to you. Or instead, you could be like, okay, maybe instead I'm gonna use my physiological energy to hit the gym, or I don't know, even going to the going to the club. Like, you know, you have the choice, right? And and so willpower then is augmented through acts of resistance. It's funny because they even call weightlifting resistance training. And it's true, right? Like, uh, trying to lift a heavy weight or unrack a weight or hold the weight. Resistance and gravity and fighting against you and your muscles, right? And so, so even with the squat, right? Like, I don't think it's even a squat. So weight bearing. So I'm just like, how much of a heavy weight can I hold on my shoulders? Like, how long can I atlas something or even move around? 
um, I don't know, right? Um, and then it's like, what's the point of doing it? A, it's kind of a, a fun mental exercise and B, I mean, it certainly gets stronger, right? Like I've been doing my nano micro squats and my thighs are out of control. My turbo thighs, my thunder thighs are off the Richter. So it looks like I was doing something well. And people's like, yo, but that's cheating. It's not proper. Like, I'm, not, I'm, not here, I'm not here to compete. I'm just here to uh, leverage my gym membership so I don't have to buy $5,000 worth of gym equipment in my house. And you know, I like the social aspects of going to the gym and like using the bathroom and stuff like that. So, so yeah, I think uh, in life, maybe the intelligent way of doing things is to leverage your ego in positive ways and prevent your ego from So, so for example, like a good example, let's say you want to try to deadlift 500 pounds, but you're afraid you're going to fail. Or let's say you want to squat 500 pounds, you're afraid you're going to fail. Your ego sense of fear of failure should not obstruct you from attempting the thing itself. So when your ego makes you a coward or makes you afraid of the judgment of others, ego is bad.